Welcome to episode 58 of the Balanced Working Moms podcast. This is Rina Misha, and I'm so glad you're here. If you're a busy mom like me who's juggling just about everything, you are totally in the right place. In this podcast, you're going to learn secrets on how to live your life so you feel so much more balanced. Welcome to our episode today. And today is the start. This episode is a start of a two-part series. And I hope you find this series uplifting and insightful, especially if you're going through something difficult. It's especially meant to inspire you if things are hard or if you've had a hard life. And I meant for this to be one episode, but as I was outlining it, I realized I was kind of confusing two issues because I have two messages for you. They're related, but they're both so important that I thought, you know what, let's separate them out. Let's focus on one at a time so we could really, really focus on it. And here's what I want to talk about in our two-part series. The first, and that's going to be today's episode, is that a purpose can be found in almost anything that happens, almost anything. And we're going to talk about that. And in our next episode, we're going to talk about the concept that you cannot make a mistake. And I know that may sound crazy, but just stick with me, okay? (laughs) If you've stuck with me this long, you're probably going to enjoy the episode. And it's going to really uplift you because that's what these two episodes are really meant to do. And I really hope that you enjoy these two episodes and that you get a lot of reassurance and joy from them because these are concepts that I feel with all my heart. And I live my whole life this way, like my whole life, I live with these two premises. So I can't wait to share them with you. And I hope you learn and you feel inspired and joyful. Let's get into the episode. Hello, my friend. Welcome into our episode today. And today, if you thought you've known me, you are just going to know me at a whole different level, a whole different level. It's going to explain a lot of why I am the way I am, why I'm even doing this. You know, here I am. It's very early in the morning, Sunday morning. I'm spending my time podcasting. Why it's so incredibly important to me to do this work and to just put good stuff out there, to put the stuff out there that other people really don't talk about. You know, they may not talk about it because they may not know it or for whatever reason, but I love talking about things that no one else talks about. And the philosophy I'm going to be sharing today, it's not just a way of thinking, it's a way of being. I'm going to describe my personal belief system, and I just think you're going to find so much comfort in it, so much comfort, because in life, difficult things happen. You know, it just, it's a fact of life. Difficult things happen and things that challenge us, things that are hard. And I'm going to be describing my own story today. 
And I want you to relate it to yours, okay? Now, we're not comparing. We're not saying, okay, Rena's life was harder or my life is harder. Like, that is not what this is about. <laughs> that is, like, going to put us all down a bad path. But I just want you to see how I view the world, how I view it, and how that helps me. And if I make it through this episode without crying, <laughs> that will be a miracle, So you're warned, but you know me already. You know that I get emotional and it's just part of who I am. It's just part of who I am. Okay, so first I want to tell you this way of thinking that I'm about to describe to you, I've actually had it my whole life. You know, it's not something new that I read in a book or that I learned, you know, in synagogue or whatever. This is the core of my being. Okay, since I was a little, little kid, I always believed it. It just, it's my personal belief system. It may be reflected in some religions. I don't know which ones. I actually found out as I grew older, it's a Judaic way of thinking. This may be true in other religions, but when I adopted this, it was before I knew that it's a religious thought. So if you're agnostic and you're listening to my podcast, Don't get caught up in this, okay? It's just a way of thinking. It's nothing to do with religion. Okay, so let me tell you my story. I am the youngest child of four, and one of my siblings is severely disabled. He cannot live alone. He cannot cut up his own food. His speech is barely understandable unless you know him really well. He cannot read. He can't even actually hold a pen correctly. He can't sign his name. He cannot do basic grooming. He can walk, but not so well. Okay? So he's pretty disabled. I'm trying to just paint a picture so you understand it's not just a small disability. It's pretty severe. And to explain it more, I'll say he is severely retarded. Now, People do not like it when I use that term. They say it's not a nice term. In my opinion, it's when people use it incorrectly that's not nice. That's the best way to describe him. That's what he is. He is severely retarded, okay? And he is also the sweetest person you have ever met. He is so kind and gentle and warm And if you're upset about something, he is going to come comfort you. He's going to hug you. He's going to talk to you. He's going to do anything he can to make you feel better. He is just the sweetest, yummiest person. And he also, he loves to sing. He's very musical. He's always singing. Like if he's just hanging out, he's singing. So he's a really sweet, really nice person. But if you saw him, he looks very different. I said he's physically disabled, he's mentally disabled, and if you were a young kid looking at him, it may be a little scary. And for that reason, I did not have a lot of friends when I was young. My parents would tell me, I didn't remember this, but my parents would tell me that I would have a friend come over to our house. And they would see him and then they would never talk to me again. They would be scared. They would tell other people. 
So I was pretty, I was alone as a kid. I did have a best friend across the street, but for the most part, people were very scared of him. And when I was growing up, things were rough, but maybe not for the reason why you'd think, because it wasn't because my brother felt like a burden, because it was just normal. Like for me, it was normal to have a disabled brother and we loved him and we did what we needed to do for him. And it was just part of life. And it was interesting because he was born in the 1970s and that was the height of institutionalization. But my parents were advised to institutionalize him and they actually chose not to. And that doesn't mean that people who did were wrong. In our family, it was not the right decision. And my mother tells me that soon after he was born, she visited a friend who also had a child who was severely disabled. And she still tells me to this day how quiet that house was. It was very somber. It wasn't a house of joy. And she decided, she made a decision at that moment, she and my dad, and they decided they didn't want that in their own family. They were going to raise him, you know, just like another kid. You know, we weren't going to cater to him. We weren't going to make our whole life about the fact that he was severely retarded. He was just going to be another member of our family and it was not going to be a big deal. You know, we weren't going to have this, you know, black shadow over our whole life because he was disabled. And that's what happened. I mean, it was sad, but we never focused on that. You know, growing up, I just remember he was just my brother. You know, that's why I think I didn't notice when people came over and they were shocked because to me, it was just normal. You know, it wasn't a big deal. It's he was just sitting in his room playing or singing or talking to us like he didn't cause any problem. He's so sweet and so good. And that's just how it was. So what do you think when you hear my story? Do you think that my family had really, really bad luck that we have him in our lives? Is this our burden to bear? Ooh, that's a big question. And again, apply this to your own life. Whatever's going on with you and your family, is it bad luck? Did you get the short straw? Now, here's a quote by Marla Gibbs that I want to share with you. And what she says is this. I truly believe that everything that we do and everyone that we meet is put in our path for a purpose. For a purpose, she says. There are no accidents. We are all teachers. If we're willing to pay attention to the lessons we learn, trust our positive instincts, and not be afraid to take risks or wait for some miracle to come knocking on our door. Wow. (laughs) I love this. I love this quote, okay? Because it typifies my life. There is a purpose for everything. Everything, things that you define good or bad or whatever it is, I believe that there is a purpose. And again, we're not tying this to religion because I believe this irrespective of religion. And I want to just point out, look at the person that I have become because 
of my brother. It is truly incredible when I think about it because I'm compassionate. I help other people. I have so much warmth and love in my heart. I don't care who it's for, right? It feels sometimes like it's just overflowing with love to everybody I meet. Like my kids laugh because I can make friends with somebody in a supermarket. Actually, I do very often. And I genuinely love them. Like I genuinely feel love to people. And I know you feel that on this podcast. That's why you're listening. It's not just the advice I'm doling out. It's the love that you feel when you listen to this podcast. And would I embody love if not for my brother? I don't think so. I really don't think so. I already have a full-time job. Why did I decide to become a coach? Why do I have this need in me to help other people? Why can't I just leave it alone and enjoy my life and just do my thing? Like, why do I have to do all this other stuff to help people? And it is because of my brother. Because of him, so much good has come into this world. So much good, right? There's a purpose. There is a purpose. Is it hard to take care of him? Okay, I'm not going to lie or exaggerate and say it's a piece of cake because as he gets older, it's harder. You know, one area of his disability that I haven't mentioned yet is that he asks a lot of questions. I don't know the name for this, but what happens is, is he'll ask a question and you'll answer it and he'll ask the same question again and again and again. And if you play along, this could literally go on for hours. It will not stop. It's just part of his disability. And some days I'm going to tell you the truth. I think I'm going to lose my mind from all those questions. It's hard. (laughs) It is hard. You know, I have to cut up his food very, very small. You know, all kinds of things. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say this is so easy. It's not easy. But is there a purpose? And what do I learn? What have I learned? Oh, my friend, I think the biggest thing I've learned is patience. Oh, (laughs) I have to be so patient with him, right? As he asks the questions, as he needs help with basic grooming, as he needs help actually even to walk, to walk outside my home is very, very hard for him. Basic, basic things. So I am so patient. (laughs) Sometimes I feel like that's my superpower is to be patient because I have learned he can't be rushed. You know, when he's getting dressed or whatever he's doing, there's no rushing him. Like he will do what he needs to do. And I could list, I could just sit here and go on for this whole episode, listing a thousand ways that I have grown and changed as a result of my brother. And with everything that goes on in your life and these hard and challenging things, I know you could do the same. You could literally write a list that goes on and on and on of the ways that you have grown and you have become who you are today because of these things, because of these hard, difficult things. 
And let's take another example, because maybe having a brother who's severely retarded, maybe that's too much of an example. Maybe that's too heavy for people. So let's give a less extreme example. I shared in a prior episode that I was bullied throughout my life. So and now you know why. Sometimes it could have been because they were scared of my brother or I was just different or whatever it was, but I was bullied and it started really young. It started in first grade and kids were just mean to me. They would shun me. They would mock me. They would assume I wasn't smart because I had a retarded brother. And he's actually very smart. That's the funny thing. He's retarded, but he's very smart. But anyway, this bullying, it just kept happening again and again and again with different people in different parts of my life. It was like this bad movie that just wouldn't stop. I'm like, what is going on here? And the last time it happened in a way that affected me was with a bunch of so-called friends in my early 20s. And we were all friends. And suddenly, for a reason I'll never understand or know, they just turned on me. You know, like annoying people could be, like small people could be. And they just became so nasty. And as the scenario just played out again and again in my life, from first grade all the way through my 20s, I thought to myself, What is the lesson in this? Why does this keep happening to me? And I realized something very, very important in life that I still keep with me to this day. And I realized that when something in life just keeps happening again and again and again, it's because we're not learning the lesson from it. We're not seeing the purpose and we are not growing. So you know what? I said this stopped happening in my 20s, and that's when it actually stopped bothering me. But in my 30s, it just kept happening again. And you know what? At this point, I'm like, I just can't even. Like, I have kids now. I cannot even. And I decided instead to see if there was a purpose to this bullying. What did I need to learn from it? So you see, I shifted it kind of from like something very, very negative to a learning opportunity. And here are some things I just going to share because I'm sharing my whole life now with you. Here are some things that I decided to take away, my takeaways from this lesson on bullying. First, that I need to have some serious compassion for myself when bullying. And if you haven't heard my episode on self-compassion, I'm going to say that is one of my most important episodes that I've put out. So definitely look that up. Because the thing is, when people aren't nice to you, you think to yourself, maybe there's something wrong with me. (laughs) Well, here I am. And I can tell you, my friend, there's nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you. Of course, there's nothing wrong with us. It was an invitation to learn to be to be gentle with myself, to have self-compassion, to love myself so much, so much. Another thing I learned, and that was to forgive others who have wronged me. Ooh, that's hard, right? Forgive people who aren't nice to me. I have learned to do that. I could love people 
who are so mean to me, you all wouldn't even believe. You would think I was crazy, but it's just who I am now. I forgive them. I love them. I see the pain, you know, because when people act not nice, it's always coming from a place of pain or not enough, you know, because why else would people not be nice? They don't feel good about themselves. And that's why they're doing this to other people. So I have learned that I have compassion on myself. I have compassion on them. I got enough compassion for everybody, you know? (laughs) So you see my journey. You see just some of these things that I have learned. It's just incredible. It's just incredible that from this nastiness, people being so nasty to me, how far I've come. Wow. How cool is this that now that people are not nice to me, I have more love. I have more love to bring to everybody I meet. It's just, it blows my mind. And that's why I have this belief that there is a purpose to everything. There is truly a purpose. And when you see these things in your life as having a purpose, okay, it helps us cope. It helps us grow and it helps us learn these lessons that we are supposed to learn because I believe that with every fiber of my being, that we are supposed to learn and grow from everything that happens to us. Unfortunately, it usually it's easier to grow from something negative than something positive, but you can learn from positive stuff too. You know, don't wait for that negative thing to happen to learn the lesson that you're supposed to learn. And in my life, you know, things still keep happening to me. You know, people still continue not being nice to me. And you know what? That's okay. Because these days when that happens, I just see it as, okay, (laughs) I'm supposed to be practicing those lessons that I learned. Because, you know, you don't know if you've really gotten them until you practice them. So same with you. When the good happens, when the bad happens, you know, what can we learn from this? What's the purpose? How can I grow? How can I change? And my favorite is what good can you put in the world as a result of it? Whew, that one's a powerful one, right? You know, I have a friend who has a daughter who's disabled and she helps moms who are going through what she's going through. She talks to moms who have recently gave birth to kids who are disabled and she assures them, you know, she talks to them. She tells them their life is going to be good. You know, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful how we could use whatever happens to us to help other people. And when you do that, of course, the hard thing, it becomes easier. It becomes more manageable. You get less hooked. You know, I call things hooked when you just can't stop thinking about them. So when you find the purpose and when you even do good things because of these difficult things that happened, you can handle other things in your life with more grace, maybe even some laughter, you know, because right now I just find it funny when people just say mean things to me. I'm like, okay, (laughs) whatever. Like, I love you. Let's move on. And I hope that this episode becomes an episode that you turn to 
to make you feel even more balanced. Because when these difficult things happen, that throws off our balance like nothing else. You know, like nothing else. When we're hooked, when we're upset, when we're just ruminating over these things that are upsetting us, I mean, you can't do anything. That takes so much energy. It just takes everything out of you. It exhausts you. It depletes you. But when you turn these things around, and it's not easy, it is not easy, my friend. But when you turn them around and you play with a purpose and you just discover different purposes and you try to find a way to incorporate these things into your life and you change yourself as a result of them, wow, wow, (laughs) that is big. And I want that for you. I want you to have more ease in your life, more joy. And I don't know what you're going through. Like I said, your things, they may be a thousand times more difficult than what I've went through. But whatever they are, my wish for you is that you see the purpose behind them, that you learn, that you grow, and that you have more ease in your life. Thank you for listening to this episode. You were brave to listen to it because it was a big episode. We, you know, we don't talk about small little things here. We talk about big, hard things in life. So I applaud you for making it through the end. And I wish you the best as you find your purpose and you look for it in everything that life throws at you. Thank you for listening, my friend. Have a most fantastic week. And I'll talk to you in the next episode where we're going to talk about the fact that you cannot make a mistake. Oh, I can't wait for that episode. So much love to you. So much love.